Blog Talk Radio. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. It's got to get better. All over the world, listen to these words. People come. People go. Your life has been out of control. You're confused. But don't worry. Global hyphen 
Gospel, and we're here with good gospel music, with inspirational message, with song, global gospel. Our theme here, Second Corinthians 4 and 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them at loss. And certainly we do not want to be counted among them that are lost, but certainly we want to be found in Christ, and we certainly want to find Christ in our life. If you need to contact us, by uh, you can contact us by P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, 11550. You can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And once again, we are on Facebook as Global Gospel. We're on Twitter as Global Gospel. We're on Instagram as Global Gospel. So look us up, share us, let your family and friends know that the good news is being preached, is being talked about, for the gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe. And certainly we want you to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ today. Uh, the ABCs of salvation accept, believe, and confess. Confess that he is Lord. Accept him in your life and believe that he is the Son of God and that Jesus Christ raised him from the that that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. He got up with all power in his hand. Nobody took his life, but he laid his life down for you and I that we might have a right to the tree of life. And we know that there's no other name under heaven given whereby we must be saved but at the name of Jesus. We want you to uh, stay tuned with us here on this afternoon. We have um, a great guest in store that will be with us in studio in just a few minutes. This song here, Amazing uh, by Ricky Dillard. And God is so amazing. He has done so many great things for us, and he continues to do great things in our life, and we believe that he's going to do more great things in our life because he's not a man that he should lie, and neither is he the son of man that he should repent. So all the promises of God in him are yea and amen. He is an amazing God. You're amazing. You're amazing. So amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. So amazing. You call the sun, the sun and moon to shine. I'm so glad you're mine. Oh, I'm glad to say you're mine. Give joy. Raise the dead, you Lord of all. 
again, you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and our special guest is here. Say hello, special guest. Hello, God's people. How's everybody doing? This is Richard Adams. Uh, God bless you, Richard Adams. We're glad to have you here in studio. I'm doing great on this afternoon. And uh, tell us uh, where you're from. I'm from North Augusta, South Carolina. Okay, God bless you. We thank God we have uh, Richard Adams in from North Augusta, South Carolina, okay, a.k.a. South Kakalaki. And uh, how's yes, the weather sir. down there? The weather's actually really nice. Uh, it's about 81 degrees right now, so that's really nice. Okay. We we had some um, hot weather. We were up into the 90s and I think 100 here in New York, and um, I'm glad that's gone. It's a little cool today. But we thank God wow. for life, health, and strength that we're able to feel hot and cold. Amen. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I'm, I'm just going to tell uh, the listening audience just a little bit about you, and then you can tell us more about you because I think that's the best way uh, for a person to introduce themselves is for them to speak. But um, you can check out uh, Richard Adams. He has a uh, website. It's richperspectivesonline.com, and you can find out more about him. Um, He speaks on uh, the following topics, uh, mind renewal, leadership, entrepreneurship, and what can we say about Richard Adams? He's a husband, father, barber, speaker, entrepreneur. Uh, He's been fired from every job he ever had. From cart pusher to college instructor, uh, he says that they fired him with pleasure. And he had to forge his own path because of refusal to conform. And that is how he discovered his leadership ability. And he found out that he was born to be a boss, and he jumped. He quit college, got his barber license, and never looked back. He opened his first barber shop at 25 and the county's first barber school at 30 and he is now a certified life coach and motivational speaker and it is his goal to share my experience and mine to share his experience and my renewal strategy with the masses. So once again we have Richard Adams all the way from North Augusta South Carolina, and of those of you that don't know where that is, it's right in the middle uh, between Augusta, Georgia, and Aiken, right. South Carolina. Am <laughs> I correct? Yeah, absolutely correct. All right. So, Richard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm Richard Adams. Uh, I am a husband, Bob, barber, entrepreneur. I wear many hats. Uh, one of the things that's most interesting about me, I tell people all the time, is I have indeed been fired from every job that I ever had. And uh, for my first job, pushing carts at the grocery stores and even teaching out of college, um, a position that I was actually able to walk into because somebody saw me run a program that I was doing um, at the detention center uh, here in Aiken County. And it was quite the experience for me because if you think about being terminated from job at the job at the job, when you go out trying to pursue employment, you know, people are looking at that. So they're like, okay, right. well, you got let go from this job. You got let go from this job. You let go. But there's only one common factor here, and that's you. So <laughs> was there something wrong with all of those different people or was there something wrong with you? That's the way that people looked at it. That's the conversation and the narrative that was being had. And so my thing is everybody can't, like, there's no way that I'm just wrong all the time. Now, I'm not saying that I was right all the time, but, my God, am I wrong all the time? You know, how is it that you're free to be you, but I'm not free to be me? You know, God has given us essence. And so when I would get in certain situations, it would be hard for me to just get in and get under and go with the flow. You know, I always rose to the top. And, you know, I'm told that cream will always rise to the top. And so whenever I would have, like, a leader or a boss or anything, if they wasn't wasn't doing their job 
100% efficient, I would come in and kind of, you know, like, fill the void. I couldn't help it. You know, when I would get in and try to do what I'm told to do, do, do only what I'm supposed to do, I would always end up going above and beyond. I always had an issue with injustice, even as a child. And so I would verbalize, you know, my plight, and I would be deemed disrespectful. And the only thing was I was just trying to get the mission accomplished. And so once I realized, okay, this isn't working, i got to find something that I want to do for me, and I have to make this happen for myself. And that's when I entered the barbershop. I started my apprenticeship at 19 years old and got my barber's license two years later. Wow. So so basically you would say that um, your rejection and failure led you on this path, basically, right? Absolutely. You know, um, a lot of great things start out as what is at least perceived as bad things. You know, and there again, if you take an individual who has been terminated from multiple jobs, most people won't have the conversation like I like to call it. And when I say have the conversation, that means sit down and talk about uncomfortable stuff or talk about things that you may feel is beneath you or talk about things you feel you just don't have the time to go there. And so instead of just writing somebody off, ask what happened. You know, kind of dive into it and see exactly what transpired because with me, me being let go from all those jobs, it just showed me my leadership ability. Okay. So, um, so that, so that, that's a great point that you made. How um, those negative thing, things turn into something positive. And you said people don't want to have the conversation, right? Why, right. Why do you think people don't want to have the conversation? It's easy. It's easy to take that, not necessarily a lie but it's easy to just take the surface stuff and run with it. You know, no research is necessary. I don't have to dive into it, do any digging. I just take what I was told and go on about my business. You know, we're talking jobs and employment here. Everybody wants or needs a job. So we don't hire you. We'll hire somebody else for it. Right. That's, that's so true. So, okay, so um, so you you got fired from all these jobs. You start. You started. A, a, uh, you became a barber. Now, what kind of opposition did you face? Uh, did what? Did people tell you, "Oh, you're crazy"? This, that, did you run right. into that, or why are you doing this? That is an interesting story. Um, I'm the youngest and the only male child of my siblings, and uh, I have a, a cousin that was raised in the house with us as well. And all of them are in the medical profession. Okay. Uh, my oldest sister is a uh, family nurse practitioner. The other is a dental hygienist. And the other is a uh, surgeon. And so me coming up, you know, everybody sort of kind of tried to force me to go into the same arena or the same direction that they were going in. They were all extremely smart. Uh, I mean, like, crazy smart. I did just enough to get by. And when I say just enough, I mean just enough to get by. And they were extremely smart. It wasn't for me. Um, while I got in the barbershop at 19, I started cutting hair when I was 12. One of the things that I tell people all the time, you got, when it comes to professions, for example, you have doctors, you have lawyers, and maybe public servants like police officers and things like that. Mm -hmm. You have those career paths where people are either born or they're bred. And what that means is if they're born to do it, God put them here to do just that. If they're bred to do it, someone took them girded them and showed them how to do it and basically honed them into what it took in order to be what that pro, that profession calls for. And so a lot of times as parents, we tend to parent our children out of destiny. Uh, I had a, um, a speaking engagement last summer, and it was right before okay. school got ready to go back into session, and I challenged all of the parents. I said, you know, I want you to watch yourself in parenting your children this school year. Because the thing is, a lot of times we tend to parent our children out of destiny. The Bible says that we're in the world, not of the world. The world has a way. That way does work, but it's the world's way. The Bible also tells us that all things are lawful, but they're not expedient, meaning you can do whatever you want to do. That doesn't necessarily mean it's what God intended for you to do or what he right. has for you. And so with that being said, a lot of times when parents parent their children out of destiny, you take a kid. I have a, I have a two-year-old right now, Malia, my youngest daughter. My sweetheart runs 
everywhere she goes, she gets up in the morning out of her bed and she's taking off down the hall. She's jolting down the hall. I mean, she runs, she's jumping everywhere. And I told my wife, I said, she's going to run track. She's going to be a track star. And my wife said, you think so? I said, yes. I said, check this out. I'm 34. She's two. Who do you think is closer to God, me or her? (laughs) Naturally speaking, everybody's going to say me because I'm older. I'm supposed to be wiser. I've studied, you know, this, that, and third. No, I'm 34 years apart from God. She's only two apart from God. So she's living in her true essence and purpose now, even when she don't understand it. So as a parent, it's not my job to say, no, girls don't run. Girls don't jump. You're supposed to have a baby doll and be playing with flowers and leaves. No, I'm supposed to watch her learn from her because she's only two years apart from God. And so it goes all all the way back to me cutting hair at the age of 12 years old. You don't get a gift like that and be good at it at such a young age just to grow up and then do something different. Right. And so it's basically like what you're saying is it's like the innocence of youth. And um, when right. you're young, you're kind of you kind of enter the world, you know, blindly, and you and you find your way. And like you said, the whole steering thing. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, me personally, um, my parents never uh, forced me to go to college. And one of one of the requirements right. was my mother was like, we just you have to get out of high school. Like you have to do that. And I, I wasn't right. a bad uh, student or anything like that. But I feel like. My guide, although I had certain goals for myself in life, I felt like that during the time that I was in school, that my guidance counselors, along with the other, my other uh, peers, I felt like the guidance counselors steered us all to go to college. And it's really, and right. I, looking back in retrospect, I would think that um, having a trade is just as important as going to college. You need plumbers, you need yes, electricians, sir. you need barbers. Yes, sir. I mean. You need you need sanitation people to work in the sanitation department. Somebody said, you know, if they're in the sanitation department, if they go on strike, it's a smelly situation. So yes, sir, so God, absolutely. God has everybody here to to uh, fulfill a purpose, and like you said, we the, the steering is sometimes just out of control, and then you get caught up in the process, and then it's hard to it's hard to break away from that. So I, right. I definitely cannot identify absolutely. with what you're saying. And um, so you mentioned uh, God here. So where does where does in your in your all your endeavors where does God fit in your in your life? Uh, everything I say has He influenced you. And everything that I do and everything that I say, I'm always telling people, you know, it's a God thing. Um, and it's all about living in your purpose and doing what you were put here to do. Um, with me, I like to tell people all the time, I haven't had a job since I was 23, I think. And that was the the last job that I took that I was fired from. And I actually took that job as a favor to somebody because they got a promotion but couldn't take their promotion until they filled their old position. Uh, so I took that job as a favor to somebody. Uh, and also, even now, uh, I have two counties uh, that are literally pursuing me to come in and facilitate a barbering program for them as well, and I'm turned both down multiple times. That's the God thing, you know, to be a 34-year-old black man, husband and father of four, and my wife is a stay-at-home mom, and not have to be subject or dependent upon a job or a career opportunity to advance my family or to secure our economic demand. It's a God thing, you know. This whole thing, it's a walk of faith. I get up every day knowing that God is going to provide. When I opened my barber school, which is the first barber school in Aiken County ever, another barber school opened up shortly after I did. And Mm. the thing is, that facility, that the owner of the school, all that other good stuff, they had, it seemed like, an infinite amount of resources. Like, they had resources coming from everywhere, you know, when it comes to marketing, advertisement, all the good stuff, they had resources. And so someone came to me like, well, they have billboards and they're doing this, and I see them here. I say, yeah, you'll see that stuff. That's because they have far more resources than I do. 
but I have the source, and that's what's going to make the difference between the two facilities because I have the source, and I have a relationship with God, and he is the author and the finisher of everything that I'm doing. So it's a God thing. Right. And and with that being said, uh, I just want to uh, our listeners to know if they just tuned in that they're listening to Global Gospel. Uh, I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We Our special guest is uh, Richard Adams from North Augusta, South Carolina. And if you need to reach us in studio, the number here is 619-924-0800. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back um, and hear just a little bit uh, from our brother Adams uh, before he leaves us. He has a very busy schedule, as you can hear. So uh, listen to this, and we'll be right back uh, with more. And he's going to come back and shout out a few people uh, to those, his family, friends that may be listening in. God bless you. Stay tuned. This is the time to get your dance on. You can dance on out the door. Everything that happened to me that was good, God did. Megan Adams, uh, my children, Jordan, Brooklyn, Liam, and Malia, my mother, Elder Jenny Brown, uh, my pastor, Bishop Finest Bush Jr., and the Crown Kingdom Culture Center family. Also, my home church, my former pastors, my aunt and uncle, Bishop Jehazel Williams, and Viola Williams, and the Family Life Worship Center. All right. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of people. <laughs> but we thank, yes, sir. We thank God that you are very connected uh, to the faith, um, we thank God that um, you know you mentioned God, and, and like you said, it's a God thing. And so many people, what would you say to somebody that's out there and they're on their own and they're trying to make it without God? Well, um, it's interesting. I'll say this: it is possible um, without God. Uh, there's a thing called principles. Uh, mm-hmm. Principles work for everybody. Uh, principles is actually a thing that God set in place, but principles work for everyone. So there's a formula that you can, you know, follow, and you can still reach a certain degree of success. However, if you want consistency and stability in your success, the only way is to do it through God. He is all in all. I tell everybody all the time, he's omnipresent, he's infallible, he can't do anything wrong. So in him, it's all better. That's the way it's supposed to be done. I don't do anything except and apart from God, anything. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise anyone to do anything except and apart from God. However, one of the things that I learned in my pursuit of becoming a, a life coach and a motivational speaker at the end of the day, everybody don't believe in God. Well, I'm a believer. Well, I take that back. Well, I'm a knower in God because belief leaves room for doubt. So I'm a knower in God. And so while I'm a knower, unfortunately, we live in a world where everybody doesn't. And so when it comes to business, you have to be able to transcend across all masses 
and across all measures and educate everyone. So there is a formula that works. However, if you want it where it's sustainable, where it's substantial, stable, and consistent, you got to do it the God way and include him in it. Right, and 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 I and I think that was a. Um, I agree with you. That was an intelligent uh, way to answer that because there, there is certainly the world has laws that they are governed by. The laws of reciprocity. Right. Uh, you know, it's investment, and certainly uh, God does reign on the just and unjust. And Absolutely. The, the question is, why does the heathen rage? And so, you know, the <laughs> the world. Um, has a lot and growing up you know the church led people to believe that the world had nothing to offer and i understand the principle that they're saying the world has nothing to offer but it's not a hundred percent true because the world does have a lot to offer now the consequences of what the world offers you may not be in your favor you know because the bible says there's a way which seemeth right unto man, but the right. and thereof is, is thereof is death. So you can do everything by the world's standards or the world's way, but when you use godly principles, that you know God certainly uh, blesses you far beyond measure. And uh, as I said earlier, the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow with it. So there's a Good lot sorrow. of people that get get rich, but you know they commit suicide. They end yes, up sir. in all types of situations and stuff like that, but God gives us abundant life. And uh, you're a life coach. As Now you're the barber, yes, you're the father, the, the, the husband, and you're a life coach. What is what is that like? Uh, that's interesting. Um, and it's something that I actually got into from standing behind the chair and talking to all of my different clients. Um, okay. I'm a, I don't. I, I don't just say I'm a life coach. I say that I'm a certified life coach because I actually am certified. And the reason okay. why I got the certification is because I could reach any believer, anybody who believes in God, even if they didn't have the faith for the moment. I could act. I could help them access their faith through my faith. So I could reach any believer. It was the non-believers that I was unable to reach because they don't believe in God. And so me going through the certification, that was one of the things that I learned how to reach those people during the certification process. And so dealing with a lot of different people, the biggest thing is trying to get people to understand that even though they see me, even though they may know me in one capacity, there's another side of me that they don't see or that they may not know. So with that being said, you'll sit across the desk from somebody, and they may not be 100% honest, but the spiritual side of me can discern what needs to be done to help them get to the other side of their plight. However, they're unwilling to verbalize it or share it with you, and so you can't just go there without, you know, them pretty much exposing it themselves. Because, A, if they're not a believer, they're going to be like, okay, who is this dude? And, B, if they are a believer, they'll feel like you overstepped your bounds and they may have been violated. Right. So so there's a, a trust factor involved. How do, how do you get past that trust factor? Uh, I think by the time somebody reaches out to a life coach, or even if it's mm-hmm. a counselor in a capacity, they've already dealt with the trust issues themselves um, because I actually record uh, my sessions and I, I always ask my client you know is it okay do you mind if I record and I let them know that it's only going to be for my purposes no one else will hear it everything is confidential and I'll never share anything whether it's playing this audio again or repeating anything that happens here I, that's not what I do I would never do that but I always record it for my sake so I can make certain that I help them because the people that I deal with, I don't just deal in one session or single sessions. It's always at least two or some degree of multiple sessions. And so I'll take notes during the session. I'm talking to them during the session. And then I go back and I replay it for myself so I can get something that I didn't get or that I may not have gotten while we were talking face-to-face. Okay. 
with and and this this life coach um is kind of like uh how how would I say it? it's kind of like a new concept I would say would you agree like cuz not a lot of people are familiar with that or it's not something that has been right. offered to us as part of our daily life you know what I'm saying we we just been told mm-hmm. to go to school and go to work and <laughs> go yeah, to church I, and I actually, I actually think it's always been around it's just been okay. uh I guess marginalized maybe because okay. I mean our parents are life coaches they're our life coach our teachers are life coaches you know okay. our coaches <laughs> Our life coaches, our employers, employees, I'm sorry, yeah, employers or bosses, they're life coaches. You're simply coaching somebody in how to live life. That's it. And what's happening now is there's so much. The world has grown. The world has expanded in so many different measures. And it's so much that you can be exposed to where you lose yourself. And so a lot of people are pursuing a degree of structure and strategy to help them get their lives on the track that they needed to be in so they can live a sound life. That's what I tell people all the time. It's about sound living. Mm-hmm. You know, I know so many people who they got the look, they drive the car, they got the house, they got the perfect marriage, all that stuff, according to what we can see visually. But how are you sleeping at night? What is your internal dialogue? You know, so it's all about sound living. And I think a lot of people are just in hot pursuit of that. And that's why the life coaching is growing as far as the career path and the demand for it. Another reason why I actually got the certification is because a lot of people are doing it now. You know, so I wanted to set myself apart from the masses and let them know I've actually done the work, got the proper training to learn how to help my clients. Okay, and and now when you now do you present yourself, I, I when you when you uh, present yourself as a life coach, do you present yourself as a life coach, or are you a Christian life coach, or it's just open ended, whatever the person individual I'm, is seeking. I'm a life coach. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I don't say I'm a Christian life coach, and to be completely honest, I don't really push Christianity. I'm 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 big on relationship with the Father. Relationship okay. with God. Um, one okay. of the things uh, that I always tell my students at my barber school, especially my first class, my first class was straight goons. I mean, some of these guys, they just came out of prison. They had criminal history. And I had to deal with them. I'm like, y'all know I'm going to get all y'all saved, you know, indirectly. Y'all ain't going to know it. But by the time y'all leave, y'all going to be like, man, tell me something about Jesus. You know, and wow. it, that's how it happened. You know, they would, by the time they departed from it, they wanted to know more about Jesus. It's because okay. you show them the life. You know, it's not about, you know, the titles or the labels or anything. Just showing them the life and exposing them to a real, true, and raw relationship with God. Now, I don't do the Christian uh, life coaching. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, her father, and uh, she's actually a non-believer, and her dad is also a non-believer as well. And so okay. what I told them, uh, I said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get the book, the Bible. And I want you to look up. You got Google. You got all of these concords. So it's going to be easy to do. But I want you to look up scriptures and read about what the Word says about you. Read about what God says about you. Read about how he feels about you. Don't worry about the sin. Don't worry about the morality. None of that stuff. Look up what God says about you. And I guarantee you it will change your heart. And you will begin to wonder and you will believe you will begin to consider and you will begin to believe. If you do that, don't worry about anything else. No sin, no none of that. Just look at what God says about you and how he feels about you and I assure you it will change your heart. I don't use Christian in my coaching because I'm still a man myself. And I can't do okay. any diligence apart from God. Okay. Okay. I res- I respect that. Um, with that being said, now how, if someone needs your services, how can they, uh, I don't want to leave this out as we near the end of the hour, how uh, can we contact you? Or the listeners, uh, how can they contact you? 
Okay, I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, I'm new to Snapchat. I will tell people I'm only 34, but I'm having a difficult time navigating my way through Snapchat. But I'm on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Rich Perspectives Now on those outlets or either richperspectivesonline.com. You can also book sessions there. Uh, I'm also doing Skype and uh, FaceTime sessions as well for, for people afar. Uh, my email is richperspectives at gmail.com. Uh, my number is 678-783-3575. And I'm pretty easily accessible, or you can Google me. <laughs> <laughs> Google never fails. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm, I'm glad um, that you're, you're on all those platforms, so certainly people don't have an excuse. And uh, me personally, I don't have Snapchat. I just, I really don't. I think it involves uh, too much time. I don't have time to do all of that. But right, but I don't absolutely. Have, I, I don't have a problem with Facebook because uh, that's just whenever you want to deal with. It. But things like Twitter and things like I'm, we're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well, but I don't have time because that that's like about a minute or a second. You know, I just I just don't right. have time for all that. I'll I'll get there eventually I, one day. I, I will tell you. I will tell you what I did was I was able to link my accounts. And so when I post on one platform, it goes to all of them. So that does work wonders. So if you see me on Twitter, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm physically on Twitter. That means, you know, I started with Instagram or Facebook. I know those are the two leading ones. So I started with either of those, and then I clicked the button, and it went to all of them. Okay. That's good to know. I have to try that out. But uh, I certainly I do – uh, thank you for uh, joining us in studio t- this afternoon. Uh, Global Gospel is certainly getting the message out there to other people. Let them know that you know there there is hope for them. You know, just because you've been fired, just because you failed, that God does have a, a plan for your life, their life, our life, my life, everybody's life. And I actually um, I came across um, it was a few years ago a video. I think that you have posted on Facebook um, doing one of your uh, motivational speeches, and um, I was I was impressed by that, and so I said, you know what? When I was thinking about you know guests to have one, I thought that you would be a great person because you seem like uh, you know you own up to what you say, and um, you know you don't have a problem with speaking on uh, it. Could, it's touch it's a touchy subject to talk about being fired, you know. Because it right. it affects people's uh, confidence level. It affects their pockets. Oh, <laughs> it absolutely. Affects, it affects their housing situation. Uh, you know, it, it relationships. It can affect your whole life. Um, but once you take control of your life, and once you let God take control of your life, certainly you can overcome all those things. Um, I right. know you have a busy schedule. Any closing remarks? Anything you would like to share? Anything you want to let other people know, um, something that's pressing on your heart to somebody that's, I don't know, they're, they're down on their luck, they, they, they've they given up. Um, just what, what would you well, say to them, all, those people? Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for the opportunity and uh, inviting me you. onto your platform. I really appreciate it. Uh, the next time I'm in New York, which may not be this year, I don't know, but the next time I am there, I will definitely have to come by and see you. Um, but I just want to thank you for giving me an opportunity to be on your platform. And my coin phrase is change your mind, change your life. It's all in how you see it. And if people simply just change their perspective on the situation, everything changes for them. Everything that you want is in you. All you got to do is say it. Say it until you see it, and you will see it. It's going to happen for you. When it comes to living life, that's precisely what you have to do. You have to live life. So many times people wait on things to happen. Don't make things happen. Waiting on things, you're doing nothing but wasting time. The only time you wait is when God tells you to wait. But he has given all of us the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We just don't know it. And because we don't know it, we don't operate in it. I'm also working on a a book, my first book, which hopefully will be out in the fall. It's called Do Work, D-U-E Work. And it's called Do Work. Um, success, why you haven't achieved it and probably never will. Uh, it is a book that is a motivational tool, 
but it is really laced in rhetoric. Um, the book was inspired from a lot of coaching sessions that I did with people that want a lot, but they're just not willing to do the work. And so at the end of the day, by the time the opportunity has presented itself, your work is overdue, and that's why you can't embark on the opportunity. Wow. Well, I certainly look forward to that uh, book. What is the name of the book again that's coming out in the fall? Do Work, D-U-E Work, Success, The Reason Why You Haven't Achieved It and Probably Never Will. So we want all our uh, listeners to uh, keep that in mind, Uh, keep looking for it, keep looking for it uh, in the fall. And when that book comes out and I read it, we'll definitely have to discuss that again. And uh, yes, sir. let the listeners uh, know, and uh, we'll, we'll connect again. And uh, certainly yes, it has sir. been a pleasure uh, for you to share with us this afternoon. Once again, um, Richard Adams, if you just joined in, all our shows are archived, so you can, uh, once the hour is completed, you can go back and listen again. Uh, our special guest what is Richard Adams. He is a uh, life coach. Uh, he is a entrepreneur. He is a leader. He's a motivational speaker. He does a lot of things. He's a very busy person, and I thank God that you took time out of your busy schedule to share with us uh, on this Saturday afternoon all the way from uh, North Augusta, South Carolina. It, it certainly has been a pleasure, and I thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, we pray God's continued Blessings on your life and all your endeavors. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. So once again, Richard Adams, thank you. God bless you. Uh, And let's listen in to this song. It simply says, God is great. And we, as we've heard on this afternoon, God is great. And he has done so many great things in the lives of his people. Listen in. Global Gospel. I'm not gonna 
Special guest, 
was a motivational speaker, life coach, barber, entrepreneur, Richard Adams from North Augusta, South Carolina. And certainly we are connecting people across the globe. Thank God for our listeners in the United States. Thank God for our listeners in Canada, our listeners in Norway. To those of you that are in the north, the south, the east and west, we praise God for you. We praise God for uh, you listening in. Please uh, continue to spread the gospel, spread the good news, and let others know that Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today. No matter what's going on in your life, in their life, in my life, that God can do all things but fail. He he knows the plans that he has for us, thought to uh, give us an expected end. And we thank God for an expected end. As we close today, we just want to leave with a word of prayer that certainly uh, we want someone to uh, know that they can talk to God about anything. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for another day that we have never seen before. We thank you for what you have done on today. We pray that somebody has been uplifted today, that somebody has been encouraged, that someone has been inspired to be all that you would have them to be. We thank you for your son, Jesus, that died on the cross. We thank you that we might that he died because we might have a right to the tree of life. We thank you for the shedding of his blood, for without which there would be no remission of sin. And God, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you and we stand on your word that said that you bless us in the city, you bless us in the field, you bless us coming in, and you bless us going out. You said no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright, God. And on this afternoon, that's why we cast our cares upon you, knowing that you care for us. We cast our cares on you, knowing that you're touched by the feeling of our infirmities. We cast our cares upon you, God, knowing that you can do all things but fail. We thank you that you're unchanging. We thank you for your never-dying love for us. We thank you that while we were yet sinners, you died for us. And we pray today that somebody's life was changed. We thank you for our special guest, uh, Brother Richard Adams, God. We ask you to continue to bless his life and all that he has to do in his work and his ministry. And we thank you for the lives that he touches, God. We thank you for everyone that we are connected to, our family and our friends, God. We thank you for uh, those that don't even know who you are, God. We pray now that they know you today in the pardon of their sin. We thank you for these things, and if we fail to ask anything, please don't fail to grant it. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Have your way, and it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. He's making a way. He's making a way. He's making a way for somebody right now. When you can't see one, tomorrow hope. Yesterday is through. God said, remember, I know. Thank you, Jesus. The plans I have. See, you just need to remember that I know. You can't figure it out, because I know.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.